Hi, and welcome to More Than We Can Chew. I'm Mike Mitchell. And I'm Matt Kenny. Oh, I just burped. <laughs> nice, we're off to a good start. <laughs> um, but uh, this week we don't really have a topic, because we're kind of in... I guess, our, I guess our topic, in a way, is kind of like recaps or resetting, in a way, because um, it's the end of the year. Yeah. It's the end of 2015, yeah. and... Uh, we're just kind of like going over everything. Absolutely. So just to get us started, what is the best TV show you think you've seen all year? Best TV show all year. Um, are we thinking in terms of uh, like seasons of shows we already liked, or new show, or what? What? Let's go new show. New show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's let's do both. Yeah. Let's okay. Do, let's say both. Yeah, I, I think we can say both of like what's your newest favorite show and show that you think is just like favorite of stuff you yeah. watched before for new show unless something else jumps out at me i think i'm going daredevil i really re- i really enjoyed daredevil yeah. i thought it was uh, a really compelling story i think most of us are, are scarred by the ben affleck version of course <laughs> which was terrible yeah no it but, was it was a bad i mean i actually when that movie came out i actually really liked it really yeah i really liked it because i really liked the way they represented daredevil's powers uh-huh, like, like the I visuals thought, of it. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah. it. I thought that it had cool. really good yeah. visuals. Sure. Uh, not a great story. No. Uh, not Meandering. Really yeah. yeah. Uh, but not, very cheesy. <laughs> yeah, cheesy in some places. Yeah. And I didn't think Ben Affleck did a bad job. He was okay. Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. But it, it was like I, I really liked the visuals. But yeah, it was the TV show was much better. You watched it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was incredible. I yeah. thought it was a really it, it, honestly, in many ways, it reminded me of The Dark Knight. I, I thought it was a very gritty yeah. take. Um, I thought the action was tremendous. Uh, yes. I thought the, the fight it choreography really, was, really was awesome. Um, I think great exploration of Daredevil's powers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did an okay job representing it. I think it it came down to kind of budget constraints where they couldn't... Like, re- remember that part where he was like, it looks like the world, everything's on fire? Yeah. And they only really did that like once, yeah. maybe twice. Yeah. And yeah. I would have liked to seen that a bit more. A little more of how it, he actually... Yeah. Viewed, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and that's what I mean when I say it came down to budget constraints. Because everything was basically done kind of like in camera. Like it would be like close ups on things and then back to like his ear and then right. another close up on a thing and then there would be like that remember that cl- uh, that watch that would always tick and yeah. stuff like that. But I and then you would hear like that totally. and that's like how they would represent his power. Yeah. But I, I wanted to see more of like what he saw. That yeah. he can't see, but <laughs> that, but that he but yeah. perceives. How, how, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. How he perceives yeah, things. yeah. I no, I, I I agree with that. And I, I, that's one thing the movie did right. I think we saw yes. we saw a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, it's it got me. Uh, I I like Jessica Jones. I didn't like it as much as Daredevil. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna say I like. I did like Jessica Jones too. Um, not as much as Daredevil though. Yeah. But da- I think David Tennant was incredible. Far better than any. He, David Tennant is far better than anything is in Daredevil. But Daredevil as a whole is better than Jessica Jones. Yeah, I, I could get on board with that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and it also, in, in sort of thinking down the line, it has me really excited for The Defenders. Because that's what the whole thing right. is, is building towards, mm-hmm. um, is you know an Avengers-type series. But right. with Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and... Uh, Iron Fist? Iron Fist, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When it comes to things that build towards something that are going to converge at one point... I always feel like they're trying too hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, like, I could see that. Separately, they're very good. 
but if they try to come together in an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of way, because I didn't really watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I didn't either, but I, none of the Avengers are in Agents of none S.H.I.E.L.D. None of the Avengers are, 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 like... Yeah, exactly. And it's not like I heard great things about no. that. So I was, I'm curious to see how they'll handle that. Yeah. Like, bringing them all together. Yeah, And, yeah. like, I, I wouldn't mind, like, a crossover episode where it's, like, a Daredevil, Jessica Jones team-up something right. happening at I was, one point. I was hoping we were going to see yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, I, I, I thought we would. Or even just have some acknowledgement. Because I don't even remember him being mentioned at any point. Right? I mean, we well, the nurse alludes to him in the last right. episode, but... Yeah, but I thought I'll, there'd be, like, a thing, like... Like, it would be cool if... I don't, maybe it doesn't happen at different times, though. Um... But I thought it'd be cool if she witnesses the explosion that happens, like, in Hell's Kitchen. Because they're in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's ridiculous like to think. Like a 12-block radius. The funny thing to me, especially, because, like, Hell's Kitchen obviously earned its name when it was a shithole. Like, right. when it was a terrible neighborhood. But now it's... it's like, super nice. <laughs> it's super nice and super gay. And I and I don't... Really? It, it, yeah, like, just gay bars everywhere. Oh, and I, I didn't know that. I, and I, I mean that 100% positively. Right, like, right, right, right. There's just, like, a bunch of, like... <laughs> happy gay dudes running around and going to bars and like i just right. think it would be like funny to see that in the show actually yeah you know what I mean? yeah because yeah. like that's what it is now it's, right it's a lot of course not exclusively but like there's a huge gay presence. population yeah right, right, exactly right. yeah it's not the kitchen of hell as it, <laughs> as it once was right right like, right because that's when it and when the comics came out that's right. they were cleaning up awful. this horrible place but it, now it's right. just really nice yeah, yeah 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 no it's like um I was trying to think of a good pun, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> that whole time you were talking, I was like, hell's, uh, what's a fancy word for kitchen? Like, <laughs> like hell's fondue parlor? Yeah. Like hell's... Fondue parlor. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of anything. Uh, so what was your favorite... Um... This season of South Park was yes. in incredible it was really good for those of you that if you watch one tv series check out this season of south park it's the first time that south park has done a, a contiguous story right yeah, over yeah. their episode i mean they've done the two-parters and three-parters before but they told a complete right. story this season over 10 episodes yeah. and it was it was excellent i actually just finished i'd watched the last two episodes today nice not good. no not having yeah, any idea you know, that I'm, you were gonna say i'm glad this. you did yeah but yeah it was um I actually caught up on all of South Park since not watching it for like four or five years. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, and actually last season I thought was incredible yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. In, in the last season too, they had more of a, they had more arcs and continuous stuff through the series, but it wasn't a total complete story through yeah, the Yeah, it was episodes. more like li little allusions yeah, to exactly. previous episodes. But, but I really enjoyed that. And I thought the Black Friday Game of Thrones like hilarious so good hilarious so good the red robin wedding i mean <laughs> yeah, come on it, everything about it was so good yeah yeah um but and then they just topped it this like i was like they're not gonna top it this season like uh and they totally they, did they blew it out they, of the water it yeah was incredible. it was amazing it was, it was just a it was just a, a scathing critique of everything that's wrong with pc culture but but at the same time like and this is always the genius of South Park is like recognizing the value of what right. people are trying to do, but explaining like what it is they're doing wrong. Like right. they're people with good like good hearts who are just going about things in a completely moronic right. way. Yeah, and yeah. like and that's that's a completely legitimate criticism. Yeah, yeah, and so. and that's what good comedy does. It like I remember um, 
this is so long ago that it's almost irrelevant now. But remember when John, I, I remember John Stewart going on some TV show and some conservative guy being like, don't you want George Bush to like win this new election? Because like, it's going to make so much more material for mm-hmm. you. And it's like, no, yeah, yeah. that's not <laughs> how it works. Like yeah. no matter who is going to be in office, they're going to do something that I can poke fun at. Yeah. He, he was like, I would rather have them be good people than doing stupid things that are just idiotic definitely that i'm making fun of because it's like rather than pointing out the absurdity of what they're doing is pointing out the horrendousness of what they're doing yeah um and that's kind of what good comedy does it's like it can take anything even if it does have good intentions and show you the kind of twist and turn it around and be like oh yeah that's what kind of bothers me about it and make it funny at the same time yeah absolutely so what what are yours for this? Oh, year? okay. So I found this British detective show starring David Tennant called Broadchurch. I've heard the name. I haven't seen it. Did you did you watch True Detective? I watched the first season. The first season? Yeah. It's better than True Detective. Wow. And quite a claim. Yeah. I I consider it better than True Detective because something that bothered me about True Detective was that it I thought it was trying far too hard. Hmm. Okay. I just just watching it, I was like, this guy's trying too hard. Like he's trying too hard to be dark and edgy mm-hmm. and seem weird. And it was like new at when we first saw it, it was like, oh, that's cool. But the more it kept going on, I was like, I'm not really interested in hearing Matthew McConaughey say that the world is pointless anymore. Yeah. Like <laughs> after a certain point, I was just like, you're yeah. beating a you're beating a dead horse sure. here, man. And something about like the structure of it bothered me. It felt very much like someone that is writing television for the first time because essentially he was like he had written on other shows but he at that point he was mainly a fiction writer and it did feel like that to me right i was like this needs more like i always felt like it was lacking in some ways true detective in terms of like the mystery and i i get the show wasn't about the mystery it was about the two men creating Mm -hmm. the mystery but i always felt like this could have been fleshed out more and i will I wanted to see more of this. Like, I felt like it needed 10 episodes to actually, like, tell that whole story well. Broadchurch also is only eight episodes, like True Detective. Mm -hmm. But it's about... It kicks off with a a child being found dead on the beach and how that just ruins this town. Wow. And there's this new detective coming in, and he's also, like, misanthropic and comes comes from a background of like horrible things and but at the same time is charming because he's david tennant right yeah <laughs> so you like there's something about russ colton where you're just like all right fucking i get it <laughs> yeah let's move go on away. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but you don't get you don't get that with Broadchurch, and tells the story of the mystery really well tells the downfall of all the people very well like just handles everything perfectly and then the best part about it is season two doesn't suck. Season wow. two is actually better than season one. That is quite a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, <clears throat> compared to True, True Detective, Detective, where could I not hold didn't up. even watch, I watched two episodes and gave yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. So Broadchurch, I watched that basically in like three days because I couldn't not watch yeah, it. Like yeah. all two seasons, maybe it took four days, but it sucked me in. Yeah. And I couldn't like not binge it. And yeah. I was like, all right, this is great show and i and then they're coming out with a third series and nice (laughs) 
I was trying to think of my favorite movie of the year, and I really like had a hard time thinking of one because I just I really haven't seen that many movies this year. Yeah, I always try to make a point of like going out to the theater and seeing them in the theater if I if I can, but this year between like work and then like looking for work and like I just haven't been able to go to the theaters that much. And I, it's honestly, really... I used to love going to movies. Mm-hmm. I went all the time and I, I don't go to the theater that much anymore. I think I think part of it is, well, I think we're also just more discerning in our tastes. I feel like yeah. when I was in high school, I would just see whatever see was coming right, out right, that right, Friday. Right. But yeah. like now it's, well, it's, it's that, but it's also that movies are so expensive. Yes. It is such a ridiculous expense to go to a movie theater. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. Feel, and it, it especially feels so absurd when you already have Netflix, right. which costs a fraction of yeah. what you are going to pay for one movie ticket. Right, like, exactly. It's so, so, so hard. Like, I can watch a movie every day for seven ninety nine yeah. a month, Yeah. or I can go see a movie in the theater, and I have to get dressed and take a shower yeah. and like drive somewhere and then possibly get lunch while I'm out because it's probably gonna like it's gonna cut into that time yeah. um, for like fourteen bucks. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, that being said, though, uh, I think my favorite movie was Inside Out. I think you know what that, that is. That was that was excellent, excellent movie. movie. Incredible. It really. And I didn't see the good dinosaur, and I didn't hear great things about I heard the good it wasn't dinosaur. Great. Yeah, it was the okay dinosaur, the shitty dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like Pixar, just they're just always just you ex- you have such high expectations of Pixar. Yeah. And then not every time do they deliver, but they're at least trying absolutely far more than I feel like some other movies try. Definitely. I feel like any kind of like crap horror movie. And, and maybe it's just because they're churning them out like that. And whereas Pixar, it's like they literally have to spend like six years yeah, <laughs> trying yeah. to like put it together. But it's like you could try and put together a crap horror movie and try and get something decent out try of it. Try a little but, harder. Yeah. yeah. Rather than just being like, all right, we got it. No. All right. Duh, fuck yeah. it. Move on. <laughs> We're just going to fucking throw a strobe effect on it anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's This is only scary because there's a loud music yeah, stage. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with what we're seeing. <laughs> um, so uh, what about uh, favorite movie of the year? Um, well, I just saw Star Wars. That's Loved good it. to hear. So I know. Really I, believe me. I, no one was more scared than me. <laughs> We've all... Again, we've, we've, we've had been burned before. Past traumas <laughs> that we've been through. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, so J.J. Abrams handled it very well. I think he did an excellent job. Good. I think it, it, it felt honest to the series. Mm-hmm. It, felt, uh, it, it, it felt like a Star Wars movie, but it felt like a 21st century Star Wars movie. Good. It, it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, action was incredible. The humor was there, like that classic Good. Star Wars humor that I think was frankly just lacking so hard in the in the the prequels. Um, have you? There's this uh, YouTube channel called Red Letter Media, and they have a character named Harry S. Plunkett, I think. And it is a if it's not an hour and a half, it's at least an hour. He goes into detail about why the Star Wars prequels are so bad. Mm-hmm. Like and yeah, yes, yes, I know exactly what you're and talking he's about. Like a, that he is an kind am- of talks like talks but, but, yeah, yeah, yes, that and is he, hilarious. It's so good, and it's, it points out everything so, wrong. So with accurate, it. yeah. yeah. It, it's an hour. It, it's it's really long. It sounds long, but like it, he doesn't waste time. Like he, right. it's an hour and a half of legitimate, like well, yeah, 
articulated criticisms yeah exactly sometimes i think it's a little trite when people think the only thing bad about movies are the plot holes because there are plot holes in every movie yeah like if if you you, if you really sat and picked everything apart like it would go crazy yeah but his criticisms i would say it's like half plot holes which at some point gets a little trite where it's like well why wouldn't Qui-Gon just like throw a laser sword at him and it's like well I don't know why doesn't why did he become a Jedi in the first place? Like yeah, there are yeah, yeah. like things like that where it's like I We I, could try to distill this down forever, yeah. it's sure. But but then there are other things where he goes into like the camera movements are wrong. Yeah. And then yeah. like the horrible characterization of Anakin Skywalker. My well my my favorite part was he was like, All right, like he I, he asked people like describe Han Solo. Yes, and people yes. are like, oh, he's charming. He's a badass. Like you he's know, a rogue. he's a rogue. Yeah, he, yeah. And like all of these like all these rich characteristics that we know make Han Solo one of the greatest characters mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, and then it was like describe Qui Gon Jinn. <laughs> without like, yeah no because the question was describe a character without saying what they do. Yes, or something they wear. I think it I think was the second part. Yeah, of it. so it's like. If you say Qui-Gon Jinn, it's like, he's a Jedi? Yeah, it's like, no, no, no. no, like, no. What's, it's his personality right. is basically, and people are just like, he's, I remember this one, somebody's like, he's wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I really like the part where some guy goes, I see what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like there was that one part where some guy, I just, I actually just watched those. Like I have to rewatch I, I've those. seen them. I've seen them before. But, like, it actually, I feel like it makes you a better filmmaker, too, mm-hmm. or a better storyteller in some sense, because you're like, all right, these are the things I have to look for. Yeah, absolutely. And the, these are the things I have to make sure are happening, otherwise my story's going to be boring as yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Which those movies, I, I rewatched episodes one and two of uh-huh. Matt the other day. I didn't wind up watching three, which is the, uh, the only decent one of the, of the, the prequels. Oh, really? Um, I think so. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't. Not, I don't remember anything about two and three, mm-hmm. but I remember enjoying the Phantom Menace to some extent. Okay. I remember being Did like, you see it in theaters? Yes, I saw it in the theater. So you were a kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure if I went back now, I'd be like, mm, It's so bad. Yeah. It makes, oh my God, dude. It's so, <laughs> it's the story drags so hard. The, honestly, the only cool part of that movie is the Darth Maul fight. Yeah. That's the only worthwhile piece of that film, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. But I, I would imagine that. And and I liked how in the the Plunkett review he says like he he just like he shows the pod race for a second and he's just like unnecessary pod race yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and it goes on for so long it takes- and it and it holds it really has no sway on the story no. other than the fact that it is a obligatory thing for the plot where now uh qui-gon wins anakin yeah like that is the Which, only like, reason it serves for the story so many other ways they could have just moved that along like he could have just stolen him yeah yeah <laughs> like that they're slaves like the mom's not gonna care Watto is like this shyster fly creature yeah. like fuck him who cares what he wants like take like, out your laser sword yeah and fucking slice cut him off in half. his wings see what he does then yeah um give you whatever you want right exactly <laughs> about what happened in austin so we have not seen each other yeah in a long no, time. it's been too long um austin well first of all the the festival was excellent right. uh, it was just really really fun um 
saw a lot of cool people, uh, you know, networking part. I mean, like the festival, it's basically like panels during the day and then like booze fueled parties <laughs> by night. Right, like right. that's, that's what it is. Right. Um, and you know, being a finalist, you know, I got some like other panels and stuff and you know, it was, uh, I, I became, uh, friends with my two co-finalists in the spec category. Oh, cool, cool. Not even like a hint of like competitive or like right. jealousy or anything until i lost of course then, <laughs> then you were fucking seething <laughs> yeah i just walked out of the awards right now um but uh yeah it was uh what did they rate their specs in uh the one that won was a workaholics and the other finalist was a mindy project um was it was it like someone won and then there's a second and a third or is it just someone won somebody won then, okay yeah. i got you so I wasn't last <laughs> which is good right tied for second yeah <laughs> Um, so what night did you find out that you, like, it was the, that you lost? That, 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 I, that, I, that I was humiliated. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was the last, it was the last big day of the festival. It was oh, so that's good. Saturday. That's yeah, don't yeah. make you live in shame. Yes. For... <laughs> yeah, it was Saturday at noon. Um, the highlight to me was, so as a, as a finalist, I got to go to like a WGA sponsored event, oh, nice, like a party. Nice. Uh, and it was, it was really cool. Um, but the guy who set it up, he is the rep for the WGA East in right. New York, uh, or one of them. I guess his thing is like, you know, business relations and all that kind of thing. And when he sent out the invitation, he said, also, if any of you would like to meet with me individually oh, um, nice. and learn more about the guild, then feel free to do that. So I was like, hell yeah. So met up with him that Friday night and... Um, he, he first first of all like nicest guy like yeah, yeah. didn't have to do that in the first place and actually like s bought me a beer yeah sat and talked with me for like 45 minutes about the guild and like basically why it's there and what right. it does and you know just talking about basically like the takeaway was is like you know just remember that like there are writers who are now dead who fought right for these practices to be in mm -hmm. place like to defend you and the thing he said that ultimately uh, led me to uh, wanting to give notice at Paper Out was, he was like, so y because you've placed in this contest, you should send query letters to agencies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that, act it actually like carries some, some weight. weight. Yeah. Oh. And he said the WGA has a list of approved agencies, like, you know, people who you can trust who aren't going to fuck, fuck you. you. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, kid. Yeah. Just come here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You want to make it in show business, don't you? <laughs> Just uh, uh, get on that couch. Yeah. Right there. Exactly. We're yeah. gonna turn on this camera and tell me you want to be in show business. You're 18, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. All right. So the other day, I, I watched this documentary. Not to not to get too no, far no. off topic, but I watched this documentary. It's called Hot Girls Wanted. Is it about like the Craigslist? Yes, oh, that is exactly what is it, it is about. Jesus. Um, it was a documentary by, uh, not by Rashida Jones, but she produced it. Mm -hmm. It's about like this house that's set up in Miami Beach, which is basically just an amateur porn. Like, have you ever heard of like a model's apartment mm -hmm. where it's like they, they fit like eight models into like an apartment and they all like share rooms yeah. and then they just go out on shoots and they come back and stuff like that? Right. That's what it is, but for porn. Jesus Christ. And the guy that the guy that owns it he's just like the fucking biggest douchebag in the world like he's like he's younger yeah. than us like mm -hmm. he's like he's like 22 or something like that and he's like yeah just uh go on craigslist and tell girls to get a like a free trip to miami and uh that usually gets them to come no problem 
And I was like, Holy really? Shit. That's all it takes is a free trip to Miami? Who even wants to go to Miami in the first place? <laughs> like, oh, a free trip to D.C. or something? Could yeah, be cool. yeah. Yeah, L.A. Maybe. Yeah, Miami. What? Yeah, but apparently it, like, works really well because, like, most of them are just like, I just want to leave. Like, I want to get out of my stupid middle America small town. Right. And most of them come from, like, like one girl was from Texas, another one was from, like, Illinois, another one was from, like... Uh, Pennsylvania or something like they just want to get out and like see the world yeah and they're like oh I can do that through porn yeah yeah (laughs) but in one of the better than the military right yeah (laughs) but like one (laughs) much better I mean if it was between doing a porno and being in the military that's an easy choice no question I'll do feet I'll do whatever I don't care going to the fucking military fuck that (laughs) but in one scene before this girl does a scene, they make her hold up her passport and her uh, license, and they take a picture with it. So it's like, this is precaution that we can prove that you're 18 if it ever comes up. Like, we took this picture with your with your two sets of ID, yeah, yeah. and and then that, like a thing like after you saw that like a thing came up that was like, porn is the most regulated. <laughs> I bet is the most regulated when it comes to like age. Oh, um, oh, god, yeah. Yeah, it just it, it seems like so like because it's so Mickey Mouse down there where they're just like just pull any girl off the street and yeah, give yeah. any dude a camera and then po- boom porn. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that they have to be like, oh, by the way, uh, just stand by that wall. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're good. Get in there. <laughs> Then it's like a Bollywood shit. It's like, all right, move the camera. Let's go. Just keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's just fucking exactly. running around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. The production value is way down, but the the, the bookkeepers <laughs> have their shit, shit together. together. Yeah. yeah. Production manager is honest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else can give a fuck. It's, you know how, like, you, know how you, like, you just, you can't put porn on your resume, like, for yeah. a legitimate, like, yeah. TV job or anything. Like, yeah. not that I know from experience, but that's just, like, <laughs> that's just what they say. Yeah. I feel like that should apply generally, except for the production manager because <laughs> if you can do that shit yeah yeah you can yeah. do anything i think you could put together yeah, if you yeah. can fucking corral a bunch of naked people a bunch of naked people and a and a bunch of like sound guys that are just super fucking creepy yeah <laughs> Are you, oh, no, are you organized? Well, I kept track of hundreds of people, <laughs> made sure they were of age. I, so I took care sued. of hundreds of coked out people in yeah. their 20s. <laughs> I have uh, stabbed an adrenaline shot into a few <laughs> hearts in my day. <laughs> So basically, I was coming back from Austin. I had a connecting flight at Dallas Love Field. Did you even know that was an airport? I had no Me idea. Me either. <laughs> I just, I thought it was Dallas-Fort Worth. But I, it, I thought that too. Yeah, no, okay. So that at, comes at, into play at later. At first, I thought you were going to say Dallas-Lubbock. Because <laughs> I, I, a Lub- I think Lubbock is a, is a town in Texas. I have no idea if it's, yeah. near, te- if it's near Dallas. Right. But... Like Dallas and then you said Love Field, Field. Yeah. I was like, "What?" The no, it sounds fuck like some place you have a Mooney wedding. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a porn star thing, yeah. actually. <laughs> Love Field, Love Dallas yeah. Love Field. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe that's who it's named. <laughs> <laughs> so connecting flight in Dallas Love Field back to LaGuardia, right? And my place pretty close to LaGuardia. I I actually I left the festival a little early so that I could get home at a reasonable time. 
Right. Get on the plane to Austin without a hitch. Right. Get to Dallas Love Field. Getting off the plane. There's a line forming at the counter. Oh, no. The, the plane we just got off. And, and, I was, and so, like, how big is this airport? It's big-ish. I mean, it's it's a it's a secondary airport in Texas, so it's not uh-huh. huge, but it, it, it has... I think it has one terminal, but it has many gates. Okay. So, like, have you ever been to the Westchester Airport? I actually haven't. No. Okay. It looks really big on the outside, but then you go inside and you expect, like, when you go past security, you expect to like have to walk somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's, that's it. That's it. That's no, it's, it. <laughs> it's bigger than that. There's okay. like hallways and okay. shit and like places to eat. Yeah. Um, it, it's ba- like the the one in Westchester is basically like the studio apartment of <laughs> yeah. a- uh, airports. This is more of a two bedroom. Okay. Probably. <laughs> Okay. Two bed, one bath. Right. <laughs> so literally one yeah, bath. Yes. <laughs> Unisex. That's, that's actually what the line was for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so come to find out, this line is uh, for people uh, who were also trying to go to LaGuardia because that flight has been canceled. Oh no. So okay, you know whatever. I have to rebook. I get in this line. It's moving pretty slowly. I'm trying to be patient because that's what right. you do when you're yeah. in a line and I mean, you're an adult. Yeah, you just have to wait. An hour goes by. And you're still online. Several people have been dealt with <laughs> in this long line. It's t- There's two attendants at the front and it's taking them approximately 10 to 15 minutes a person. per person to what get the... What the fuck? I, I don't know. And so, you know when like disgruntled customer camaraderie like comes right. to be like that was starting to happen like the people like near each other in line were just like what, like, what is this you know like, that's how uh, riots start yeah no, <laughs> yes exactly if it wasn't an airport and we knew we all would get shot a riot would have happened right so two and a half hours in this line just online just online fuck me to get to the front and i had been looking online um you don't even you don't even <laughs> I, i'm imagining just like a line at disney yeah and at least i was about to say like you don't even get to go on like a ride afterwards. No, the ride is, is to desperately get home. <laughs> yes. That's the ride I'm looking forward to. Yes. So it's to get on a cramped airplane. Yeah. So I was looking. I was looking at like the other flights going to LaGuardia, and at first I was looking because there were flights that left like an hour after mine. And I, when I first got in line, I was like, "Oh, okay, this will this will work." But I spent so much time in line that we missed <laughs> those connecting flights. So I get to the front, and they tell me that the only flight they have going back is a flight... I was Okay, so let me put it this way. I was supposed to get into LaGuardia mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The only flight I can get now is a flight that will get me to Newark <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning. It's not even the same state. No, no, it's not. It, is, it, it gets lumped in with, like, the greater New York right. airports. So I was. Oh, how about we send I, you to uh, Dulles yeah. in uh, Washington D.C.? You can get home from there, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's get just a bolt bus real quick. <laughs> you can just hop on like uh, Metro North and then look at right into yeah. Penn Station. So just I take s- an extra four hours. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I real like well they and they started offering people vouchers to get a hotel and a flight the next day. Yeah, there was a part of me that wanted to do that, but I had already taken two days off of work to go to this right, festival. Right, I was right. like, I could, oh yeah, I'm just kicking it back in uh, Austin. You know, like I didn't want to miss another <laughs> right. day of work because of flight bullshit. Like right, right, I, right. I know they'd understand, but I didn't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I mean, we do deal in an industry that has had 
flight issues to- and stuff like that. Totally. So it would have been understandable. But I see where you're coming from. You're just like, I can't I can't just call, call out. Yeah, I just yeah. missed two days. They were very gracious to let mm-hmm. me take the time. Yeah. So, fine. I'll go to fucking Newark at 2.30 in the morning. But also, fun fact, remember how we're at Dallas Love Field? Right. The, this flight is at Dallas-Fort Worth. So, oh, shit. So, we have to, me and f- three other people have to get on a shuttle to go to Dallas-Fort Worth. And I guess one guy, I, I, I came to find out later, he left before us. So, he was, he like went and was just checking in. Right. So, they said they're calling a shuttle for us. Another hour goes by. <laughs> Fucking and we're like, people. where? where's the fucking shuttle? Like, for Christ's sake. And we're not talking to them like this because, yeah, we still have our humanity, but... Because we don't want to get shot. Yeah. But we're very close. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, oh, we called the blah, blah, And, like, they're just, like, dragging their feet. Eventually, we go outside. The shuttle takes, like, another 20 minutes to come. Finally, we're in the shuttle. At least we're on the way to the airport. So we go. So remember, there was the one guy who went before, and then I was right. with a, a guy and a girl, and they were uh, they were checking in. Now we got transferred from our airline to American Airlines, um, and they that they bought a ticket for American Airlines to right. get yeah, us yeah, home. Yeah. So we, but, but that's the that's the desperation this airline has. Yes, that, that they had to buy a last minute plane ticket. Right. Yeah. We get to the terminal, and we go to like you know the the kiosk check in. So we have our, they printed our boarding pass, so punching it in, getting an error. And so are my, my new found compatriots in this <laughs> horrible ordeal. My soon-to-be accomplices. Yeah, and remember the guy who left like an hour before us? Right. He's at the desk right now. <laughs> and he goes, oh, hey, guys, come over here. So he has one of the, you know, like the people who do the baggage but also check you in. So he's at like one of those stations. Right, right, right. So we basically just go under the rope. And go and talk Straight, to him. Right. Yeah. You cut the line. <laughs> yeah, we cut the line. We did. Understandably. Yeah. This is what happened. This is what we come to learn from the American Airlines representative. This airline, which I'm trying not to name. You, I think you should name it. <laughs> I, there, There is an ongoing dispute. Oh, okay. So I, that's okay. why I don't want to name them. Legally. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot. I probably could, and they probably have it coming. But for now, until, until I... I'll get into what I'm trying to right. rectify with them. One, just, one okay. of the greatest John Mulaney jokes is him complaining about an airline. And he goes, no, I don't want to name this airline, but let's just say it rhymes with Continental. Let's just say it rhymes yeah, with yeah, Continental yeah. Airlines. <laughs> just totally gives it up. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, just like... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so, so if, yeah. If I, if I didn't still want something from them, I would, yeah. I would name them. But maybe I will later. Maybe there'll be a special edition later. Um, I'm just going to pop this in later. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah. It's beep yeah. airlines, but in a, in like a later updated the episode. Uncensored the uncensored version. Yeah. episode. So we come to find out that Bleep Airlines, <laughs> when they bought the ticket right. for American Airlines, their credit card was declined. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever oh, heard of something like this? No. Have you ever heard of this? But here's the thing. The ticket printed? The ticket printed? Yeah, sure did. Uh, there would have been an error immediately, because I'm assuming they should've. bought online. Like, yeah. they should have gone through Priceline to get it, and... Oh, I would think they were being so thorough with everyone. They were fucking <laughs> 20 minutes per person. They could have figured this out. So now, so we're, we're all, we're tired. Right. We're 
hungry. Were just they, they, no no meal vouchers, no nothing. They were completely right. unhelpful through this whole thing. Now, and here's the thing. Now they've bounced us to this other airport. There is no bleep airlines at <laughs> Dallas-Fort uh, Worth. Yeah. So we have nothing. We have this worthless, we have this fucking Wehrmacht dollars. We got nothing. <laughs> it's worthless. And we're trying to work this out. The, the American Airlines guy is being, shout out to American Airlines. If you're right. going to fly, fly American. I'm their new fucking <laughs> spokesman. This guy being extremely helpful, trying to help us, but we have right. we have a faulty ticket. Right. Now, the guy who got there before us is on the phone with Bleep Airlines, right. trying to explain to them, like, in now we're in the corporate, we're in, like, the corporate whirlpool of being transferred and, like, no right. one knows what the hell's going on. So, and, and that, mind you, the clock is ticking on right. getting this fucking yeah. shitty Newark flight that I don't even want, <laughs> but it's the only one left. So, the, yeah, and I imagine too that, like, in the worst case scenario, they would be like, oh, well, we can't even give you a voucher for tomorrow because you passed up and we had to yeah. buy your. That's what I was thinking. I was like, these people are going to pretend they've never even seen me before if I don't get on this plane. This is, right. I, this is the last chopper out of Nam here. I got to get on this thing. I got to get out of this fucking shit town. <laughs> I'm gonna have nothing. I'm gonna have no identity. I'm gonna be a ghost. I'm gonna be burned. <laughs> I seriously was going. I was like, I'm not. I can't. What am I? I can't go back to the airport. I can't get through security to get back to these people. I don't right. have a ticket. Right. right I have nothing. Right. So I was like, I need to get on this plane. What we are told by the corporate headquarters at Bleep Airlines right. is that we have to pay for this ticket ourselves oh, in order to get on this plane. Yeah. Do you know how much this ticket cost? A last-minute airplane ticket from Dallas-Fort Worth to Newark. Um, $150. Hmm, close. It was $700. Get the... I, okay, all right. Here, here was my thought process when you asked me that. Mm -hmm. I was like, obviously is higher than... It is obviously going to be higher than what I am thinking. Yeah. Like, initially, I was like, I'm going to say $425. But that might be right on the money. Right. So I don't want to, like, ruin... The, the, the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to ruin the moment. Yeah. So I was like, I'll go low. Yeah. I'll go super low. Yeah. And maybe, like, it'll be... Like, we'll work up to it. Yeah. Oh, no, you could have gone with 425 could have gone with $425. And it still we wouldn't have been... plenty of wiggle room. Yeah. <laughs> $700. And, I, and at first, we were like, hell no. Like, what the fuck? Like, and, like, oh, you'll pay us back. Yeah, you've really built up a lot of trust here. Right. As far as you fucking welched on your debt the first time you bought this yeah. ticket but that was their only solution they mm -hmm. could offer so we we and i was thinking i was like what if i couldn't have afforded to do that right what oh, would yeah. have happened if i didn't have a if i didn't have a credit card with that kind of limit or something yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just gotten back from this festival that cost money like what if i couldn't have, like thankfully i did what and if i spent all my fucking money on a stupid wga non-approved yeah. agent <laughs> <laughs> Who told me if I give him all my life savings right. that I'll print my scripts out for me. <laughs> he'll just, he'll print them and then he'll send them off to movie studios because yeah. that's how it works in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we have to pay. We pay because we right. are given no other choice by bleep fucking airlines. By fucked airlines. Yeah, by fucked airlines. And they still haven't reimbursed me and I've been dealing with well, them. Well, yeah. their, their credit cards keep bouncing. Yeah, what exactly. Do you yeah, yeah. <laughs> The guy who helped us, let's just call him Jim. He was like this, he's like this sassy black guy. And he was just right. like, I, which is like one of my favorite archetypes in a person. I right. just love that. Like, so we were like, Jim, you got to go work for Bleep Airlines. <laughs> he was like, I'm not going to work for Bleep Airlines. My check's going to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yes, Jim. <laughs> 
to the people that uh, have been taking notice, Matt hasn't been on a lot of uh, episodes recently because hmm. uh, he's going to take a little little break from the from the podcast. Doing a little hiatus right yeah. now. I mean, as I, as I mentioned before, uh, the meeting with the WGA guy like right. that was honestly like a super influential uh, moment to me, and yeah. just like a meet and like it was. I don't know, because I, I, I do have confidence in myself as a writer, but it was the first real-world example of someone being like, you're good at this, and like, yeah, you yeah. should do it. And I'm just sort of trying to fully throw myself into it. I'm going to be leaving my job to yeah, yeah, do yeah. it full-time. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm basically trying to completely throw myself at it and submit to contests, and more contests like Austin, which... Quick shout out to Austin Film Festival. I know yeah. I mentioned it before. Excellent festival. Everyone should go. Um, it's it's just a great time. Uh, yeah, just trying to totally zero in on that for, yeah, for a little is, bit. Yeah, which is which is good. And it, and it should be noted too that like it's not like you're leaving forever. No, like you'll no. be on every once in a while. Yeah, and, ab- absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. It'll it'll just be more in a and th- and to me like like this is always going to be like our show like yeah. everyone else is basically like a guest mat totally. in a way <laughs> like to me like that's that's yeah. how i see it because like you've been on the most you've you, we started this together yeah, yeah, and absolutely. so like and, and i've also been thinking about like if you're not going to be on all the time like who can i reach out to and one thing i wanted to start doing um i've wanted to do this for a while um and i was i was like oh maybe it'll be another show maybe it'll be something else but I wanted to start talking to, um, I mean, I I have a lot of fun doing what we do, just kind of like dicking around yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Like it's, this is, like when we do this, I'm like, this is the best, one of the best parts of my week. It's like, totally. and then like going back and editing and just being like, what the hell are we talking what about? What are we doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's a fun thing to like, yeah. to do. Absolutely. But I want to... Um, not get more serious, but do more interviews with people rather than just like playing, basically. Because yeah. like everyone that's been on so far is basically like, come play for a little bit. Yeah, like yeah, we go yeah. in the comedy sandbox and, totally, and totally. play for a little while. But I want to like, um, uh, I've done an interview recently with someone I went, I didn't have a class with them in college, but it's someone I knew and someone who knows a lot about uh, a subject I am interested in, which is religion. Mm-hmm. And um, so I talked to him for a little bit and we had a really good conversation and, yeah. and it wasn't a thing where it was like totally serious. Like we were laughing a lot. And so I, I want to do more of that stuff too. Um, yeah. That's great. like, so it's not just all the time, just like uh, banter. Ban- yeah. So it's not yeah, just yeah. banter all the time. Not that I don't love the banter. Who doesn't love banter? <laughs> I love the back and forth. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that's a not a new direction that I want to take the podcast because it's not going to be that all the time. But it's just an interesting yeah. thing. If it's not going to be a thing where you're on every week and it's funny, like when, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but when you like came back from Austin, I, I had this like weird feeling. I was like, does Matt like not want to do the podcast? <laughs> there was there was something about it where I was like, you came back, and it's not that you weren't being responsive, but it it was there was something where I was like, something's up, <laughs> like my spidey senses What's were going tingling. On with this guy? And I was yeah. like, either he did really well and is like, I'm going into this full force, I'm moving mm-hmm. out to LA, like I'm leaving, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or. <laughs> 
or it was I did really bad. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> and I hate myself. So now I really have to commit myself to doing nothing but writing or something like that. Somewhere in between there. It's, yeah, yeah. I yeah. lost, which kind of annoyed me, but also right. was like, well, I've got to fucking go win next year. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so this isn't a, um, it's not a parting of ways. No. It's a, it's a trial separation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy and daddy aren't fighting. They're, you know, they're just yeah. taking a little break. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna live apart for a while. And <laughs> in Hawaii, they say aloha, which means we'll do this occasionally. <laughs> uh, yeah, surfers with benefits. <laughs> um, we are the surfers with benefits. <laughs> If you want to be a surfer with benefits, mm-hmm. uh, you can email us at more than we can chew at gmail.com. Or tweet us at more than we can chew. Which is more than we can chew without the EW. Mm-hmm. You can also hit us up individually. Um, I'm on face, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Matt Kenny. And I'm on Twitter at OMikeMitchell. Oh you can also follow us and like everything at our SoundCloud account as mm-hmm. well. If that's a thing you're, if you SoundCloud, <laughs> is that a, can that be a verb? If you SoundCloud? Everything's a verb. Everything's a verb, yeah. It's madness. <laughs> if you want to Mike Mitchell us at any point. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Mitchell the shit out of me. <laughs> if, uh, if someone's Matt Kennying, what are they doing? Saying something appalling that, someone as a joke that someone accidentally takes seriously yeah <laughs> i think yeah yeah oh my god he just mad kenny himself <laughs> with that puerto rican joke that was bad they did not laugh everyone knows that he's just mad kenny right <laughs> like he's i don't think They're they get taking that him serious. oh my god they oh believe god. him oh he Jesus. totally he doesn't believe phrenology is a real science <laughs> i think if someone mike mitchelled it would be um, correcting someone right out of the gate and then feeling bad about it right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Being like, why did I do That's that? That's really specific. <laughs> like, it's just a thing where it's like, oh, no, you know that uh, phrenology is not a real science, right? Oh, I shouldn't have said that. That made them feel stupid. Why did I do that? But, I didn't want to do I that. But I got a degree in it. <laughs> I wasted <I'm>, years. <laughs> No, no, no! Not making them feel bad about it. Making like oh, the make person, your, your, yeah. the person, the person that does the correcting is feeling bad oh, yeah, about it yeah. because they feel like a pompous asshole, <laughs> right? And they, yeah. that's not how they want to come off. Yeah. It's just like for a second they can't help it, yeah, and then they feel bad about and it. And it came. It didn't come from a malicious place. It no. comes from a place of like, oh well, actually, this is the case, right? But you sound. I like, just sounded like a pompous ass. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. God, God damn it. Um, well, time to play this over and over in my head for <laughs> months. Months and years, and they'll probably wake me up out of a deep sleep in about two and a half years, and I'll get that feeling of, why did I do that? Um, <laughs> but uh, if you don't want to feel like a pompous asshole, you can also uh, give us a five-star review yes. in the iTunes store, uh, because it just helps us. helps yeah. helps grow the show, mm-hmm. gives us more visibility. Hit subscribe in the iTunes store and you give us give us a five star review and then it's all peachy keen. Mm-hmm. Make that your New Year's resolution, everybody. Yeah. To uh, give. We know you're not going to go to the gym, so <laughs> just rate it. This is easier. Than yeah, going it's to the gym. much easier. You can, you can justify it yourself like I may not have gone to the gym, but it's okay. 
because I gave More Than We Can Chew a five-star review. Yeah. And you know what? It burns some calories. Yeah. You have to do a little bit of thinking. You have mm-hmm. to do a little bit of typing. Yeah. Maybe you didn't get up off the couch, but yeah. maybe you can. Uh, maybe that can also be part of it. You're going to start standing while you're at the computer. Sure. That burned calories. If you can stand. I don't know. You be <laughs> one of those people who's fused to their couch. Yeah. We don't like want to. Oh, man. I just You just totally Matt Kennedy yourself. Where are you? <laughs> Where you, you you said a joke hoping not to offend people, yeah, but yeah. you're probably offending the people that who are, who are <laughs> quadriplegic or... Oh, or, I didn't think of that. Oh, uh, no. I oh, meant, I meant, no, I didn't. I meant the morbidly obese who uh, fused to their couch with their excrement. That's all oh, I meant, guys. Uh, I was totally joking about that. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to offend anybody. <laughs> anyway, I'm Mike Mitchell. I'm Matt Kenny. Bye. Bye.